Hi friend, my name is Amy Joy and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. When Bob and I were first thinking about the Workplace Prayer Live 2023 event, the phrase pray big, dream bigger came to my mind. And to me, that really summed up what I was hoping for, that as people experience prayer in the workplace and in their communities, that it gives them a bigger picture vision on what might be possible. And so I was so pleased that we invited our friend Andy Mason, the head of Heaven and Business, to come and speak. And as we thought about it, we thought he is going to be the perfect person to open up our time because he loves business. It's sort of like, well, what was the the gift that he's brought to our lives? He carries such a beautiful understanding of the importance of business, but also the importance of dreaming with Jesus. And so I was like, Andy, I know that you wrote a book, God at Work. I know you wrote another book, Dream Culture. Those are both amazing. They were both life-changing for me. If you want good books, you can get those on Amazon. But uh, that becomes like, could you craft a message, you know, somewhere around an hour in order to have this as your presentation? And so I am not going to be able to reproduce in anything like the power and beauty that Andy's talk was, but I wanted to just share a little bit of what I carried away from that hour long time, which was outstanding. (laughs) So he gave the example of Mordecai. And of course, I have a a deep love in my heart for Mordecai. After writing a book about Esther and Mordecai, I was so privileged to dive in deep to their lives. But he had a few things that I hadn't actually picked up on in the research and whatever else that I did. The fact that Hadassah or Esther was an orphan. Well, it could be that her parents were killed with the Uh, sack of Jerusalem and the fall of the kingdom of Judah. And then, as Andy pointed out, Mordecai had access to uh, the court. And he said that he had access to the harem, which I think that's a little bit questionable. I'm not convinced that that's exactly right. But from his perspective, uh, it is possible, at least, that Mordecai would have been castrated as part of the um, number of people brought to Babylon. He was, or not Babylon, actually, it would have been Persia. So Susa, brought to Susa. Um, He maybe was no longer intact as a male, but he was able to have a family member. He was able to have Esther, Hadassah, be part of his adopted family. And in that case, she was you could say, a fulfillment of a dream that he had had, Um, a, a, a wish, that kind of a dream, a dream for his life, and that he was able to protect her and raise her and parent her and comfort her until, of course, she was taken into the palace. And then he did his best to keep up with her. We know that he walked every day to find out how she did, but there's no indication that they were actually able to see one another that for that season of her life. And, and yet what we find is that, if you kind of read into it, Mordecai's dream was for a family. But what was God's dream for Mordecai? 
And this is where this is so beautiful that God's dream for Mordecai was far bigger, that he took that paternal instinct in Mordecai and he made it bigger, that Mordecai wanted to be the savior of a girl and God wanted Mordecai to be the savior of a people, (laughs) that we have dreams for ourselves, but God's dreams for us are bigger. (laughs) And Andy also gave the example when he was younger, he had a successful career. He was, uh, he's a smart individual. He was on track for doing great things in the realm of business. And really what he wanted to do was manage a sheep farm in New Zealand. He's from New Zealand. He uh, likes New Zealand (laughs) very much. And, and yet that wasn't actually God's dream for him. God's dream for him was to be a shepherd of cities, to be a person who calls out business leaders and helps guide and direct them. It's very beautiful. That question, what is God's dream for you? Or how are you fitting into God's dream for your life? That's an interesting one to ponder. (laughs) Kind of just one of those to sit in and say, wow, Lord, that's a beautiful question. Thank you. So Lord, we do ask that as we have dreams, as we have visions for our lives, we lay those before you. We're grateful for what you've given to us. But Lord, we also want to be in alignment with your dreams for us. (laughs) We want to be hearing correctly what you're speaking over us. Thank you, Jesus. Amen.